Welcome to Plant Your Roots, the podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and I'm rooting for you. I'm a Libra manifesting generator, yoga teacher, mindset expert, and little flower navigating the human plane through the lens of love. Listen in for all things spirituality and self-development as you plant your foundational roots, nurture them, watch them grow, and bloom into your best self, the fruitful tree you were meant to be. Within this space, I'll be getting to the root of what it takes to consciously create your unique, fun, freedom-filled dream life. I'll be discussing healing, reparenting, divinity, transformation, growth, manifestation, mental health, and more. I truly believe that you are meant for your desires, and I want to help you vibrationally match them. So get your gloves on, let's dig in, get dirty, plant your roots, and grow, baby, grow. Hello and welcome back, friends. Welcome to the last episode of PYR's Rooted series. These four episodes discuss the foundational main four roots to be planted in your life, practiced and strengthened, allowing us to grow, 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 and bloom into our best selves. Because why not? We're here on this planet floating in space just little living, breathing miracles. So why wouldn't we make the best of it? Why wouldn't we make the best of it? Why wouldn't we commit to growth and healing and feeling good? We get to do this work. And the more we do it, the more we inspire others to do the same. And we have the capability to create real positive change in the world, creating ripple effects in the collective consciousness for the greater good. So in my podcast trailer, I say, if you wanted a plant to grow, would you ignore it? Just think about that for a second. Truly, if you wanted a plant to grow, would you ignore it? No, you would nurture it. You would pay attention to it. You would water it. You would do all these things so that it could strengthen and bloom. So if you want change in your life, if you want to grow and evolve and consciously create and become the fruitful tree you were meant to be, you have to plant your roots and pay attention to them. This is why this podcast exists in the first place. So we can get to the root so we can pay attention to the foundational concepts that make us who we are, so that we can grow, baby, grow, and enjoy the process. So first in this series, we had gratitude. Gratitude helps us to see through a new set of eyes. It removes the ugly blanket from our perspective and raises our vibration infinitely. Next, we talked about abundance. Adapting an abundant mindset opens us up to limitless possibility. And then we talked about divinity because forming an alliance with the universe and building that relationship gives us purpose and guidance and so much more. These were the first three roots. And now today, last but definitely not least, we will be talking about love. I have been so excited for this episode. 
Love is my thing. Love is my jam. My purpose here on earth is to love. I literally have a tattoo on my hand that says Veni Vidi Amavi. In Italian, this means we came, we saw, we loved. Because I'm not here on this planet to come see and conquer. I'm here to come see and love. So when it comes to love, it truly starts within ourselves. It starts within us. For us to fully love and be loved and accept love, it's so crucial and helpful to have a foundation of a loving relationship with ourselves. It's important to cultivate love within ourselves for ourselves, to root into the frequency of love. Have you ever heard the phrase, you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. I honestly don't believe this is fully true because love is an infinite frequency that flows perpetually. And I believe everyone has the capability to love, but man, it is so much easier to love others unconditionally and fully express it when we have a foundation of a loving relationship with ourselves. When we fill up our love cup and let it overflow, we get to be an expression of love out in the world and it feels so good. So let's talk about building a loving relationship with yourself. I can remember a time in my life where I had close to zero level of awareness of who I really was. I felt like a follower, just like so lost. I never really took the time to build an awareness of how I uniquely functioned, what I truly want or what I don't want what I liked or didn't like. I didn't have a full awareness of what lit me up or what I was really interested in. I was just on autopilot, just living, just surviving and not thriving. I'm now 27 years old. When I was 22 was when I truly started to form a relationship with myself and get to know myself on deeper levels. I had an awakening when I freed myself from a toxic relationship. I remember when I built the courage and I left for good. I was moving out, driving on the highway with a car full of my stuff, and I was listening to the song Love Myself by Haley Steinfeld. So I never, ever listened to this kind of music ever. I was strictly a rock and roll gal, but like sad or angry rock and roll. That was my vibe 24-7. So listening to this song was as if I was tuning myself to a different frequency. Here's what the lyrics say. I love me, gonna love myself, no I don't need anybody else. And there's another part that says, I'm gonna put my body first and love me so hard till it hurts. I remember just scream singing this song and playing it over and over again. It just truly resonated and it felt like I was finally free. And I was. This was my new beginning. A new chapter where I finally love me. And so it began. I tuned myself to the frequency of love without even knowing what I was doing. I was single, I was not in a relationship, but I listened to corny lovey-dovey love songs every day. I focused on me and cultivating love from within. I didn't know that this is what I was doing at the time, but looking back, that's exactly what happened. And thank you, universe, for putting me on that path. Wow. So how can you build a loving relationship with yourself where you're at now? First of all, 
get to know yourself get to know yourself there are so many different ways you can get to know yourself on deeper levels when we make the effort to do so and we form that awareness it's like it gives us permission to be authentically ourselves in ways we never thought were possible there are a few ways to get to know yourself that i want to mention First of all, numerology, this is the study of numbers, and then astrology, and then human design, and journaling. Numerology, astrology, and human design are all ways we can view our blueprint. It's like our genetic and energetic makeup. It shows us who we are on a celestial energetic and genetic level. So seriously, check out your numerology chart, your astrological chart, and your human design chart. Read into them. There are so, so many resources out there with these three self-knowledge systems that help you to see why you are the way you are. Also what your unique ways of functioning are and what you bring into the world just by being you. It's guaranteed to blow your mind. Also, if you want advice on resources or where to look, send me a message and I got you. Also, I want to mention journaling as a way to get to know yourself and connect with yourself. This was the number one tool that skyrocketed me into self-awareness in my self-love and self-discovery journey. Writing shit down. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just put it on paper. There are a ton of journal prompts online that you can access that will help you to dive deeper into the inner workings of your mind and soul. So numerology, astrology, human design, and journaling all life-changing tools. With these tools, we're able to connect with our true selves and show up purposefully in a way that honors and works in unison with our unique design. It's like our instruction manual. So, so helpful. It's like when you discover these things and you read into them, you can also form this level of self-acceptance. Like, oh, that's why I do that thing, or that's why I am the way I am. I might as well just embrace it because that's who I am, and it's just beautiful. So on the topic of building a relationship with yourself, another helpful thing is affirmations. I think I've mentioned affirmations in every single episode so far. If you find yourself always in a habit of self-judgment, self-deprecation, or just plain self-disrespect, this can be shifted and rewired with affirmations and action. But being aware of your inner thoughts and how you treat yourself is key. What are you telling yourself? yourself on a daily basis? What thoughts or statements are on autopilot? When you're feeling down, do you tell yourself, shut up and get over it? Or do you treat yourself like someone you love? Do you treat yourself with loving kindness and allow yourself to move through hard times with compassion? Use the affirmation, I treat myself like someone I love and truly think about what that means. How do you treat people that you love? You treat them with softness and compassion and kindness and respect, right? So this is what we need to be practicing with ourselves. So again, the affirmation is, I treat myself like someone I love. Or if that doesn't feel true to you, use, I'm learning to treat myself like someone I love or I'm practicing treating myself like someone I love. Whichever feels right is right for you. This is all a practice. So what does it mean to treat yourself like someone you love? What does it mean to treat yourself with compassion and kindness and respect? This is a really good journal prompt. Write down at the top of a page, 
What are some ways I can treat myself with love? What are some ways I can treat myself with compassion, kindness, and respect? Is it setting aside five minutes a day to be alone? Is it cooking yourself a healthy meal? Is it judging yourself a little less? Is it giving up sugar or soda? Is it starting a new hobby? Is it speaking more kindly to yourself? Is it reading a new self-development book? Is it committing to and accepting your body the way it is now? Is it setting a boundary with a friend or family member? Is it asking for a raise? Is it sticking up for yourself or telling someone how you feel? Is it making time to laugh and be a kid? Is it taking time to learn something new? Is it forming a new habit? Is it moving your body? Is it treating yourself to a pedicure or some sort of spa ritual? Is it just taking a self-care day to do absolutely nothing? Like there are so many acts of love you can give to yourself. If you have not started a journey of discovering who your true self is and loving and accepting your true self the way you are, this is your sign to start today. So next I want to talk about loving others. When we build a relationship with ourselves and cultivate love within ourselves for ourselves, this feels a hell of a lot easier. When our self-love cup is empty, we don't have much to give. We're running on fumes and we burn ourselves out. But when we have that solid foundation of self-love and we take those actions of self-love, our cup is now full of warm, rose-colored, loving energy, and it very easily overfills into the lives of others. So the universal law of divine oneness states that we are all one. I am you and you are me. We are one and the same. This is an unchanging law of the universe. We are all one. We are all connected. I am you and you are me. So there's an illusion of separation that has been created throughout time and with conditioning. This illusion has led us to stray away from oneness. This illusion has led humans to separate from one another, judge one another, hate one another, and intentionally hurt one another. When we root into love, we shrink this illusion. We raise our frequency and see the truth, which is divine oneness, which is that we are all love, which is that there is good in all, which is that love is the absence of judgment. It's become so easy for us humans to lose sight of love. It's become so easy for us humans to cast judgment upon one another. When it comes down to it, everyone here is doing their best with what they have. When we fully realize this, we can stop taking everything so personally. We can stop judging others for their choices and we can shrink that illusion of separation. This is a practice. Everything I teach here is a practice. Our brains as humans are wired for judgment, but this is something that we can rewire from a place of love. We can love others unconditionally. This isn't to say that we aren't supposed to protect ourselves. This isn't to say that we aren't supposed to protect our energy and hearts from those that take advantage of our kindness or hurt us. In fact, this is something that I'm working on as we speak. Because I've truly become so rooted in love, it's become really easy for me to always, always see the good in others and give them a chance, which is beautiful. But boundaries are an act of self-love too. Boundaries are an act of self-respect. 
so clearly there's a line. There comes a point where we have to be our own advocates out of self-love, but we can also set our boundaries and protect our energy and put our foot down with love. We can love people from a distance. We can do this in a way that honors the law of divine oneness and the frequency of love. We can love all beings in a way that honors ourselves. We have the power to treat all beings with loving kindness. We have the power to love and accept all beings just as they are, and I truly believe that. All right, so quick story. When I was in college, I used to work at a daycare. I was taking care of kids from ages zero to five. It was so cool to witness these kiddos grow and learn and just see how they interact with each other and with the world. When we would be outside playing on the playground, I started to notice that when they saw bugs on the ground, they had an immediate instinct to kill it. So they would. They would stomp on the bug with no remorse. Little savages. I was just thinking of a way I could get them to stop doing this. Like the bugs are just doing their thing, living their lives, not bothering anyone. And these little kiddos were taught by their peers and caregivers and whoever that it was okay to just stomp on them and end their lives. I was like, I gotta put a stop to this. So I did. I made it my mission on the playground to encourage these kiddos to take a second thought. I started to help them gain an awareness of the little bugs and how they weren't bothering anyone, so we shouldn't be bothering them. I helped them to open their hearts up to the bugs and just let them do their thing. And it helped. They stopped. And you know what? This probably created a ripple effect down the line. Maybe they taught their friends or siblings or parents. Maybe it created a ripple effect of love. Or maybe it didn't. Who knows? It had the potential to. But my whole point isn't that we shouldn't kill bugs. Okay, we shouldn't. We really, really shouldn't. In fact, please take this as a sign to not kill the bugs in your home. Take them outside. They're just trying to be a part of the ecosystem that we have taken over. Let them be. Let them live. So like in the philosophy of my yoga teacher training, we learned about the Indian principle of ahimsa or ahimsa i'm probably not pronouncing that right it's a-h-i-m-s-a this is the principle of non-harming so practice ahimsa leave the bugs alone okay moving on anyways the whole point of this is that we have the power to change things we have the power to be love in the world we have everything within us to make a loving change we can choose love we can consciously choose to say screw the illusion of separation and root into the frequency of love. We can move with love in the world. We can love ourselves and all beings in the world. It doesn't matter what your past looks like. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've been through. You can make the decision today to form a loving relationship with yourself and others. Truly, when we love and accept our fellow humans as they are, it frees something within us. It unlocks a key to more joy and magic. When we open up our hearts, when we choose love over fear, when we practice acceptance, when we flip the script from separation to oneness, we free ourselves. Something else we can do to root into love is to forgive. Realize today 
that everyone around you is doing the best they can with what they have. Everyone around you is doing the best they can with the knowledge and resources and perspective that they have. Everyone sees through a different set of eyes and they act accordingly as so. Everyone in your past did the best with the knowledge and resources that they had. Forgive them. Not for them, not to make them feel better, not to appease them, but for your inner peace and for the frequency of love that you deserve to be in. Because when we're rooted in the frequency of love, when we're rooted in love, we feel better and we do better and we be better and we create better. Okay, my loves, this wraps up PYR's first podcast series, Rooted. I hope you're feeling all sorts of lovey-dovey sweetness in your heart after hearing this. I hope this inspires you to create a deeper loving relationship with yourself and others and to forgive others and accept others and love others and yourself and to root in love. Let's end with another affirmation. This week's affirmation is I am rooted in love. I'm rooted in love. Write it down. Speak it be it. If you do write it down, you know what to do. Take a picture, post it on socials and tag me or the podcast or send it to me in a message. Also, I want to mention again, the live training masterclass on Saturday, June 3rd at 11 a.m. Central Time. Bloom where you're planted, how to love life now. This live training is all about blooming and loving your life as it is now. You don't have to change anything to be happy now. All it takes is these 10 transformational steps, which are more about being instead of doing. So if you're craving change in your life, join me. And I'll teach you a full-on mindset shift that will benefit you for a lifetime. It's going to be a lot of fun. All you have to do is just click the link after you sign up on June 3rd at 11 a.m. Central Time. Click the link. You'll sit back, relax, and enjoy the training. So sign up in the link in the description of this episode if you feel called, and I hope to see you there. I'm taking a break next Monday from the podcast for Memorial Weekend, so the next episode comes out on Monday. June 5th. Shout out to you for making it through this whole episode today. Look at you being a badass little flower, committing to growth, planting your roots, and growing, baby, growing. Woohoo! You rock. Go be you. Go be love. I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Plant Your Roots, the podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review bonus points if you screenshot this episode, share it on social media, and tag me. Don't forget, I am rooting for you.